That took longer than I expected. I grew up in Northern California and in the 90s. Um, I was born in 81. And what the music, my first memories of music are really two artists. One was Elton John and one was Cyndi Lauper. Um, those are the first two times, or listening to those two artists was the first time I could ever say that I, I, those are my first memories of saying I liked a particular song or something of that nature. And of course I was so young that in fact, when did She's So Unusual come out? She's So Unusual. So She's So Unusual came out in 1983, and I distinctly remember a cassette tape floating around in my dad's truck, which I think last time I ever asked him about this, he, he had no recollection of this. So my guess is that my mom left it in his truck, and, and that's how, how this uh, whole party started. Um, I don't know if those two artists really shaped... But again, those are my first memories. Uh, the very first CD I ever bought was Metallica Metallica, or the first CD that was bought for me because I think I was in fifth grade, so I was very young. Um, as I got into middle school, um, things like uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, those sorts of things were becoming popular, and then so sort of like sixth, seventh grade, that's what I listened to. And I kind of floated around. Um, the next sort of pivotal time was listening to the Crow soundtrack. And the reason why I bring all this up is that I, my music tastes have kind of like bounced around over the years into various genres. But there's always this this undertone of like specific melodies and maybe like sad but hopeful is is maybe like if I, if I was to like personify the type of music or the melodies that I like sad, but hopeful are, are my melodies. Um, and when, when we moved, we moved from Northern California to what, you know, this, this little 50,000 population town of Pocatello, Idaho. I think that was in 94. I, um, I, I, I had songs that I liked, but there wasn't like any sort of like genre or anything that like really resonated with me. When I lived in California, my friends, we had a lot of hobbies, which I think is funny because like I have a lot of hobbies today, but we would, you know, one day we would BMX, the next day we would rollerblade, the next day we would skateboard. Um, we had a lot of hobbies. And so when I moved to Idaho, there was this vacuum of sorts. And the group of friends that I sort of fell in with was um, this group that was playing hacky sack at lunch. And um, they were slowly starting to get into rollerblading. And when, when school ended, and th again, they were more like acquaintances because I, I barely knew them. Um, when school ended um, and summer started, you know, they randomly were like, hey, do you want to go to the roller rink? And so we, we started rollerblading a lot and that one thing turned into another, I guess here's, here's the podcast where I talk a little bit about rollerblading. One thing led to another and we started getting into what, um, again, this is like mid nineties at this point. So rollerblading was all the rage. 
um, we got it into what what is a lot of people would call aggressive inlaying, like jumping off ramps and grinding on rails and, and all that sort of thing. So we went from like playing around at the roller rink to like, you know, doing ramps and rails and, and all of that. Um, and part of that culture was you would have skate videos. So you would watch a skate video and you'd get super amped because there's like music playing. And it's the first time that I fell in love with a genre. Did I like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg? Yes. Was I a fan of all gangster rap? No. <laughs> Did I like the Crow soundtrack that had things like The Cure um, and Nine Inch Nails? Yes. But again, those two very loosely related. So watching these skate videos with all this like punk rock, um, what I would later call skate punk, um, completely blew my mind and it, it really, really resonated with me. I'm not a lyrics person, Sarah, my partner, she's very much a lyrics person. I'm much more of a melody person. I don't care what you're saying <laughs> as long as the melodies like match, you know, whatever I, whatever I like. Um, and so for, for years, maybe three plus years, that's pretty much all I listened to was punk rock. And and this just shows my sort of musical evolution. Even in even in junior high back in California, there's a point where I was listening to like Tim McGraw, um, like "Please Don't Take the Girl." <laughs> so I really it it was it was like rollerblading and skating that like really was like this this you actually like this style of music, um, and and then I met some some women some girls, I guess, um, who introduced me to, um, like more cure, more Depeche mode. Actually, I didn't even know about Depeche mode or Morrissey. Um, they were like, Hey, you know, we kind of like punk rock, but we actually more like eighties electronica. And of course, like my background, you know, with, with Cindy Lauper, um, it, it struck a chord and, and also the cure had a song that I really liked on the crow soundtrack. So, so that struck a chord, uh, I guess pun intended. And, and so I was like, Oh, and, and I found out that like a lot of the, or at least some of the, the musical influences or some of the, the artists, the punk rock artists that I liked had musical influences of the cure, Depeche Mode, et cetera. And all of a sudden, like this, like sort of like sad, moody, um, music, um, I, I finally understood where that all, where those feelings and those, those influences came from, those inspirations came from. When I got to college, um, I, I started listening to trance. I met a guy, I worked at Staples selling computers and this guy like introduced me to trance. And I think I had some kids that were, I was in, uh, college classes with, and they were listening to trance and it, it, it's not that far of a stretch to go from like, you know, like super fast paced um, punk rock with these like very simple chord progressions to trance because you, there is this kind of like speed to it and the, this simple melody to it. And then somewhere, you know, and I also listened to a lot of like the early 2000s uh, at this point, we're early 2000s. 
Um, and I've just been thinking about music this morning. I, I watched some TikToks where Linkin Park was on and I was listening to some music. And I'm like, why am I, why am I so like, for the last year I've been into this, this genre of music. Why? Um, but I'm, I'm here just talking about, you know, how my musical tastes have progressed over the years. Um, so, so I got into trance and then um, there was this band called the Deftones, which I knew of, you know, as sort of this punk rock adjacent band out of Sacramento, almost new metal, but they came out this album called White Pony. And it was this just, again, slow, and they had influences of The Cure, Depeche Mode, which I really liked. Um, and this like slow and methodic, melodic, and just hauntingly beautiful is, is maybe the best way I could describe it. Um, and so I got really into that, smoked a lot of pot and listened to a lot of Deftones, uh, or at least that, that one album. Um, and then, you know, stemming out of this punk rock, uh, genre was, um, more again, this, this was like college time. So I was just blazing through all these genres, falling deeply in love with them. Um, but out of my sort of punk rock roots came um, like classic emo bands. Again, this is a theme of what's going on in my life is one of my favorite bands is, is coming to town called the Appleseed Cast. Um, and they were on Deep Elm Records. And they, uh, Papa Known, another, another incredible emo band. Um, and so this like... You know, I kind of, trance was sort of in the background, but still listening to a lot of punk rock because that was more socially acceptable around my friends. Um, Boxcar Racer, so uh, Blink-182, uh, frontman Tom DeLong, you know, he started Boxcar. That was very emo adjacent in a lot of ways. Um, and so I listened to a lot of emo um, in, in that time. And then emo and you know, my punk rock background, that sort of parlayed into things like The Used and Thursday and Thrice. In fact, Face to Face, one of my very favorite punk rock bands, played with Thrice. And at the time, I was working on Face to Face's uh, website as part of their sort of official staff. And so I had backstage passes to their show and Thrice was opening and got to meet them and everything. So I was listening to a lot of borderline post-hardcore, but way more melodic. I think post-hardcore doesn't doesn't really do that genre any favors. It's like sort of like emo smashed together with with post-hardcore bands that were influenced by, like you have these these bands that were maybe influenced by a little bit of punk rock, a little bit of emo, and a little bit of hardcore. And that's what I would call like the Coheed and Cambria Thursday used thrice. Then I moved. I basically hopped around uh, from Arizona in college. Uh, that's where, you know, a lot of that trance and everything, Deftones, et cetera. That's where a lot of that came from. And then I moved uh, for a year to Idaho um, and then down into Salt Lake City where I met a friend who's who's absolutely a dear friend of mine. Um, Ryan, if you're listening, hello. Um, but he introduced me to uh, Ryan Adams. And that just like, totally changed my world like that ryan adams and alt country um i think at the time i mean this was this was 
you know, early-ish 2000s. Um, so all of a sudden we have this like, we have this blend of, you know, sure, I listened to Tim McGraw when I was like in sixth, seventh grade. Um, that was more like country pop. And then Ryan Adams comes in and like, you could tell there was like a little bit of punk rock kind of fuck you attitude to like albums like Heartbreaker. Um, and all of a sudden my world of like, okay, you, you did like country, you legitimately liked country and then you legitimately liked punk rock. And what if those two things kind of came together in a little bit, maybe 80% country and 20% punk, but, but you get the idea. Um, and that totally blew my mind. Um, so <laughs> now as, as we fast forward and to, you know, me, all of this happened in a very short amount of time. A lot of this like musical exploration probably happened. The bulk of that music exploration happened within like, I don't know, five to maybe 10 years. Um, now I feel much more, um, maybe the word is exhausted. Um, my, my musical taste um, has sort of like, where I'm at musically. Um, I think there's been some really interesting revelations um, throughout, you know, the time that I've listened to music. Um, I picked up Taylor Swift along the way. Um, I remember seeing the music video for 1989, or sorry, uh, Shake It Off from 1989. And there was something about that music video um, that was like a middle finger. And, and like, I didn't, I didn't know if I liked the song, but I loved the video. And then when I downloaded the song, I'll never forget. Sarah was actually making fun of me because I had Taylor Swift on my phone. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I kind of like this. It kind of bops. And, and then, so picked up Taylor Swift along the way with the album 1989, which is, you know, we don't, we don't do enough with albums. Um, there's not enough great albums anymore. Um, and here was this album that was like, it was like complete and whole and wonderful. Um, we, in the Spotify playlist generation, we, we kind of have a tendency to focus on sig singles. Um, so now, you know, in, you know, as a 40 year old, what do I listen to? And a lot of times I'll listen to music because... Um, it's easier for the family. So Taylor Swift or something like that. Um, but like when I'm in my, by myself in my moment, um, that's when I listen to borderline trance, but more like ambient music, getting back to conveying that like sad, but hopeful melody, uh, almost like a TikTok background video has been sort of my jam for the last year. And it's like, all right, this can be in the background. You can be making your coffee or whatever, or you can be writing code or, or whatever it is. And that's sort of what I listen to when it's my, when it's my choice. Um, and it's just like, all right, we're old, we're mellowed out. We're just gonna listen to um, no, no lyrics, nothing to get in the way, just the melodies. And that's really the, the, the music that I search out. Um, 
that's my <laughs> that's my musical background that no one asked for and i hope you all have a great weekend thanks